Ukraine. Perceptions of Localization in the Humanitarian Response About this report. AIM. Since February 2022, the localization agenda has been at the center of many discussions about the humanitarian response in Ukraine. Despite this, rhetorical commitments have not necessarily resulted in practical action, such as shifting funds and responsibilities directly to local responders. This report explores the status of localization efforts in Ukraine, as well as attitudes towards and perceptions of the concept, and updates and expands on information presented in our previous report, Bridging Humanitarian Response. Methodology, ACAPS reviewed 47 secondary data sources, including monthly datasets from stabilization support services, and conducted 48 interviews with staff working for 14 INGOs, 10 NNGOs, and 4 UN agencies. The research team also interviewed three representatives from coordination and funding mechanisms, five cluster representatives, two donors, and 10 Ukrainian NGOs. Data collection for this report was conducted between February to March 2023. The report incorporates findings from previous relevant research, including seven key informant interviews conducted between November to December 2022. Limitations While this report is not representative of all responders working in Ukraine, ACAPS made efforts to collect and reflect the views of a diverse sample of those working in the humanitarian response to increase understanding of different perspectives on localization in the country. There remain information gaps related to funding allocations, including the scale and modality of funding allocations for national partners implementing the programs of some UN agencies and INGOs. There is not enough understanding of how funding allocations across the response are supporting localization commitments and enabling smaller or more recently created NNGOs and volunteer networks to operate as effectively as possible. Acknowledgement. This report was developed in collaboration with Refugees International, who contributed to the methodology development, data collection, and review. Initial findings were first presented during a national workshop titled On Localizing Humanitarian Aid, co-convened by Refugees International in Kyiv on 17 February 2023. Key Findings No two organizations surveyed, UN agencies, INGOs, or NGOs, gave the same definition of what localization is or what it should look like in Ukraine, and some definitions provided contradicted each other. Because there is ambiguity about what localization means in practice, there are misunderstandings and unmet expectations among both international and local responders. Even international responders familiar with the grand bargain commitments, including UN and INGO representatives, could not clearly define the concept, and for some it had become an empty buzzword or meaningless term. Out of the 12 INGOs that shared their financial information with the CAPS, four indicated that they allocated less than 10% of their budgets to national responders, four allocated between 10-20% to of their budgets to national and local NGOs, and two allocated more than 90% of their funding to NNGOs. No UN agency approach for this survey shared concrete numbers of how much money they allocated for Ukrainian partners. This lack of data remains the main challenge in analyzing how funding is distributed in the Ukraine response. When funding information is available, it is very difficult to distinguish between direct financial support, allowing for overheads and flexible spending, versus in-kind support that focuses on providing in-kind assistance for responders to distribute without further investment in their own capacities. The majority of partnerships between Ukrainian and international responders are formalized through subcontracting agreements, where local organizations implement activities on behalf of INGOs or UN agencies. While there is huge variation in the number of local partners, from 1 to 400, reported by the UN and INGOs, most INGO respondents noted that local counterparts implemented at least 40% of their activities. 
the majority of Ukrainian NGO respondents suggested that the heavy reliance on subcontracting arrangements contributes to unequal partnerships, in which their organizations are not fully recognized as integral to the response, as they lack actual decision-making power and do not participate directly in designing activities according to the most urgent needs they see in practice. Donors expect aid to be delivered to hard-to-reach areas, including remote villages, along the front lines, and in non-government-controlled areas, NGCAs. For INGOs, the dilemma is their limited capacity and lack of local knowledge or their own security protocols limiting their access to these areas. As a result, they have to rely on partnerships with local Ukrainian organizations, with the majority of assistance reaching affected communities through informal networks and community groups, mostly staffed by volunteers who have a higher risk tolerance than international responders. Those local organizations and networks take on a disproportionate share of the risk and, given their informal nature, are not adequately equipped and supported with the physical and structural resources necessary for safety and to sustain their essential humanitarian work. While there are extensive humanitarian coordination structures in Ukraine, discussions with both local and international organizations reveal that coordination remains one of the main challenges in mounting an effective humanitarian response in the country. There are a few NNGOs represented in big coordination forums, but there is not enough representation of smaller, more agile local groups, organizations, or volunteers. The large Ukrainian NGOs represented tend to have a more internationalized view of the response. The Ukrainian local response is very varied, with multiple responders, views, and opinions that a few large NNGOs cannot effectively represent.